Chapter 1 Sunlight blasted through the bay window, engulfing the eight-foot-tall ficus tree standing guard over a deco-style reclining chair. The morning light swept past the tree, casting leafy patterns on the floor, and spread over the sleeping form of Windrusher sprawled across the seat of the recliner. The large gray and orange cat was in that nether period between sleep and wakefulness, hanging tenaciously to the last threads of unconsciousness while the sounds and smells of the morning beckoned him to open his eyes. Outside, two jays were loudly quarreling over the feast of sunflower seeds in the bird feeder, while a squirrel stood watch below the feeding tray, hoping to rescue any seeds that dropped to the ground. Windrusher filtered the sounds through his drowsy brain, felt the warmth of the sun on his back, and finally, with a ferocious yawn, opened his eyes and greeted another beautiful West Florida day. He peered over the side of the chair, dropped to the floor, and sat motionless for a moment. Finally, he stretched himself out to his full length, his stomach scraping against the carpet. There were moments when he had to remind himself he was back with his original family of two-legged beings, known to cats as Hiskos. His journey had introduced him to many kind Hiskos who took care of him and cared for him like one of their own. There was the old woman who called him Crackers, the young sisters who rescued him from the room of cages, and of course the Hiskos' home where he met Silk Blossom. Each stop in his long harrowing journey was now assimilated into his ever-shifting field of memories. Upon first returning to this family, he sometimes became momentarily confused upon awakening. Those moments were becoming less frequent, however, and he thanked the Holy Mother for helping him return to the only family he ever really wanted. The high-legged beings called him Tony, but he knew he would live with them for the rest of his life. Hours earlier, he'd heard the muted sounds of the older, high-legged male attempting to slip quietly from the house. Windrusher had planted himself between the man and the door leading to the garage. Noisily, he announced his presence. I just can't get past you, can I, Tony? Well, be quiet, you'll wake Amy and she needs her sleep, said Jerry Trimble in a stage whisper. He reached down to give the cat an affectionate scratch on the head. Come on, I'll give you a little food, but I have to get to the hotel. That was more than two hours ago and after eating, Windrusher had returned to the recliner for another nap. Now, with the warm rays of Rana polishing the surfaces of the room, he began to wonder if everyone had left the house while he was napping. He sat in the hallway, his solid body fully awake now, and scratched at his right ear. Many night globes had passed since he'd returned to his Hisco's family. He tried not to think of those troubling times in search of... In search of what? Fulfilling Erisau's holy mission? Finding his family of high-legged beings? Yes, he was home, but he'd rather forget the pain and loss he suffered during his travels. He was proud Erisau had chosen him to be one of her seven followers, but did he have to relive it each time he visited the inner ear? The inner ear was the gift of the great god Thohoth, according to the legends passed along by his mother, and all the mothers before her for the past four thousand years. These nursing tales shared the incredible history of cats and the divine guidance their gods had provided to draw the feral creatures from the jungles and into the stone villages of the high-legged beings. Wind had never taken them seriously, 
not until he was visited by the goddess Arissa U, who urged him to fulfill the grueling quest to locate his family. He was content in his role as a house cat, enjoying the rewards Arissa U had promised him in those incredible dreams. He was doted upon by the high-legged female, his food bowl filled at regular intervals, and he could curl up in a patch of sunlight and nap whenever he wished. Was there anything more a cat might want? He didn't think so. Yet, despite his conscious desire to put the past behind him, there were times when thoughts of Lil One and Silk Blossom crept into his mind and he relived the journey. The feelings usually passed quickly. As one day slid into another, these excursions into the past became less frequent. He was living a normal life, not one ruled by mysterious dreams and cryptic messages from ancient gods, and that was perfectly fine with him.